We are just waiting and there we go. Boom, everything is up and running. We are live, we are recording. Good morning, everyone. It's the start of a new day, a new week. Well, technically yesterday was the day that we started a new week, but good morning, everyone. It is Monday, which is mine. Um, geez, I'm tongue-tied this morning. It's Mindset Monday. And this is Carol Sue, AKA Nani Boss, live from Pickleball U with two sisters. Good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. <laughs> um, as some of you may see, a different type of background behind me. Um, just got my new green screen and trying to figure out the configurations and settings. So bear with me. But anyways, let's dive right on into Mindset Monday because we have so many things as always to chat about. Um, hope everyone had an amazing, amazing Mother's Day. Um, so let's dive right on into it. So, <laughs> excuse me, Mindset Monday for me. Oh my gosh, so much going on, right? So how do we keep our mindset intact? So my tip for the day is habits, good, bad, or indifferent. Write your habits down, what's working, what's not working. That kind of sets the tone for my mindset. So Carol, so I'm gonna turn it over to you so I could take a sip of water. There you go, no problems, sister. Yes. Uh, first off, uh, nice, nice day, nice weekend celebrating friendships and family and Mother's Day, not birthing person, by the way. Mother's Day. I identify with being a mother. And how many of you identify with that? Kind of a little sidebar, a little jokey going on there because you got to have laughter for good mindset. And one of the things I posted this morning, the key piece to mindset is being in the moment, being in the present. The one thing that can deter your mindset, derail it, take it down the toilet, is living in the past, living in regrets, living if, living in I should have, would have, could have, didn't do-ish. What am I going to do now? And I reflected a lot of that because on Mother's Day, a lot of times you you do start to, uh, especially when your your mom has passed, you tend to think of what would I have done different? Could I have said more, done more? Should I have, you know, and you and you replay that and it gets, for me personally, it gets more evident as I age. And I had to uh, really take that in for a moment and that had to really push my mindset in a different direction. Otherwise I could have gone into a very spirally sad depression. Uh, which many of us do, you know, when you have these holidays, whether it's a first, whether it's five years, it, it doesn't matter. You always, uh, that particular holiday, if it impacts your heart in such a way, because whatever person's not still there, it does impact you. So I tried to, yesterday I did some really peaceful kind of regrouping within my own brain of how I can embrace what I truly, I guess, was was sad about and like hit it front on, put it aside and then be happy and be in the present moment of really experiencing what I was missing, which was our, our mom's love. And when I did that, the grateful heart and being in the present moment of how I was feeling, turn that and flip that around. And I digest that all day long. And I thought to myself, 
that is one of the key pieces to a uh, mindful and a mindset being mindful of your mindset is we have to be in the moment. We have to be in the present time. And it doesn't mean you can't reflect on your yesterday. You can't reflect on years ago. You should, because it helps you either not make the same mistake and, or maybe, hey, I did, I had a scenario. It you know didn't come out the way I wanted to. If I'm ever in that situation again, I know I'm not gonna do it that way. So it's always good to reflect and go backwards. But when you dwell on that, it takes your mind in another direction that sometimes it's a tunnel and you keep going and you cone it. Where's the light out of this tunnel? So a key piece for me and, and that I'm sharing with, you know, as a great tip is being mindful of being in the present. Reflect on yesterday, reflect on the past, but don't let it overcome you so much that it's gonna impede and guess what, you know, what happens when you tend to start thinking over and over again, and I know you all do it out there, you start to dwell on something. You're, you're dwelling on maybe, you know, a relationship, you're dwelling on, a, you know, a situation that didn't really come out or turn out the way that you wanted it to turn out. And then you start dwelling it. And before you know it, sometimes an hour goes by, two hours go by, three hours go by. And you say to yourself, God, where did the day go? How many of you have said that? Where did the day go? And if it's getting to the point where where did the day go was because you were too much dwelling on things that A, were out of your control because you can't change it. You can't change what you did in the past, but you can make sure that you don't repeat it in the future. You've actually wasted the present. And there's so many blessings within the present that you can embrace that will help with that mindset. So being mindful of being and embracing each day, each moment. And again, allow your time that to reflect but just don't let the reflection take over the entire day and that's okay. how i think people can have a better start to their work week um because usually monday's also you know that whole okay well, you know did i accomplish what i did over the weekend oh my god i didn't or i'm dreading it's monday no don't dread it embrace it because there's so many blessings when your mind is in the present and for those that actually regret a day because you shouldn't regret any day number one but those that regret a day are stuck there's their mind stuck somewhere else and their their mindset's not in the present because every day is not promised and i truly believe that that really when you have that mindset and make sure it is part of your mindset you really look at days differently don't you think jim Yes, I, I think that you really do. And it just goes to, to show you that um, the mindset is key. And sometimes your mind can certainly play tricks with you. But I think what people have to realize is that we have control over that as well. So be mindful of how you are processing things. Be mindful of how you either accept or reject a feeling that you're having. And the key too is, you know, and I always relate this to um, my coaching. You need to really feel what you're feeling in order to move forward. The acknowledgement, the acceptance, how you feel about a certain situation and then you move forward because we all know you can't move backward. So <laughs> great tips for, for mindset as always. Um, 
I would like to share, and, and this kind of goes along with mindset, um, and I'm going to comment on a few different different things that have happened, um, which includes mask and the birthing person, whatever, flipping debate. I, I feel that I really need to address that. And I will be mindful of the way that I talk because I know that when I get excited, I talk really fast because I want to get my point across. And this is not necessarily the view of two sisters, but so I want to share, and I think, you know, I'm kind of laughing at it now, but I really was extremely annoyed this weekend. Um, I'm a very... I consider myself a very calm person, even in times when situations or things are annoy the, the heck out of me. I run to um, a local, <coughs> excuse me, grocery store on Saturday. Now, I know this particular grocery store, as many businesses require you to wear a mask in the store, I might add, okay, in the store. I get it. I don't like doing it, but got to follow the rules. If I want to go in the grocery store and get some groceries. So I am walking in the parking lot. <coughs> probably, I'm not good at feet wise. Um, there was a gentleman probably 20 to 30 feet ahead of me, but he was on the other side, um, on the other side. I am not wearing my mask. This person is wearing his mask. It was it was an older gentleman, <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear. Now I've got my um, my keys and my mask in my left hand. All of a sudden I hear, "Hey, where's your mask?" And I was I was looking down because I have my cell phone in my other hand. I was trying to, you know, I got, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'll put my uh, cell phone in my. Um, the pants that I was wearing so that I couldn't put my mask on. And he said, hey, I'm talking to you. And I'm looking around and I see him. He's like looking at me like this. I realized that this person is talking to me. I said, excuse me, where's your mask? Why aren't you wearing it? I said, first of all, and I felt the, the, um, I don't want to say anger, but I felt the tension rising in myself. I said, okay, Janice, you know, this is an elderly person. I have to be respectful and mindful, which I always am. I said, first of all, I'm not in the store yet. I have my mask in my hand and I am going to breathe fresh air until I absolutely have to pick it, you know, put it on. You should be wearing it now. I said, excuse me? Absolutely not. I am not going to conform for you to be comfortable. I am following the guidelines. I am following the rules. And by the way, if you are vaccinated, you don't have to worry about me. I'm like, what, 30 feet from you? And I said a few other words, but I, I stood my ground. I was firm. <laughs> I was respectful, but I let this person know on no uncertain terms, will I be putting on a mask? until I have to. Well, I, I, I think you, you know, definitely handle it well. Um, sadly, you know, again, I, I had to, actually, I had this conversation this weekend because as 
most know I'm in the state of Florida. We are so blessed. We have the best governor around who is for totally for we the people. It's not putting up with the nonsense. And he's actually following the science and the science doesn't follow and match what people are purposely using and pandering to scare people and to really put fear into their heart. And sadly, that gentleman sounds like he has that fear in his heart. And I think those of us that understand that are more open-minded to following the science or not their lack thereof because it doesn't support it, are willing to do their own due justice to really find out, you know, really what is necessary to combat where we're at, uh, you know, are open-minded. Someone like that, that fear has taken over and you can't, it's not even a question of trying to even reason with them. You know, someone had said, I was actually speaking to a retired chief of police from New York City who uh, lives in Florida now. And I had the, the uh, special moment of actually chatting with him all day. We were there at a party. And, you know, he posed a question to me and he says, I really try to understand why people don't see what we see, what's obvious. And I said to him, well, think of it this way. When someone hears the same message over and over again, and that's all they hear, uh, especially depending on the generation, because it is a generational thing. There are, there are certain people say above 70 that are not on social media or not as much. They don't, they're not say, tech, I don't want to say tech savvy, but they, you know, they, they, you know, they may have a, a certain type of cell phone that they're only, you know, it's basically basic setup. So they, you know, they're living their life. They're living, they're trying to live their best life. So they're not, you know, do I want to go into all, you know, investigating and or researching? They don't, it, you know, if we have, you know, truth be told, they don't want to. So what's the easy thing for them to get their information? Turn on channel three, channel five, channel eight, whatever the channel may be. And that's what they listen to. And so what I did for one week, painfully, I might add, was um, because I can't, you know, Florida is totally different. Our, our news is totally different than what you're hearing from up north. So I purposely went on different news sites for a week up north and listen and try to be mindful of that, like, like this is the first time I'm hearing it. Now multiply that times, you know, over 400 days. And I truly do now understand why they live in fear. I truly understand why they think the way they do, because that's all they hear. They, they're hearing this pandering lie over and over again. And I have to say in the beginning, obviously no state knew really how to handle, no state really knew you know, what to do. Uh, but certain governors stepped up to the plate and said, okay, let's think, let's try to use a little common sense here and comparably use the flu, the regular flu, the normal flu that we've had for years, comparably and correlate that to what we were de dealing with with this particular virus and use some common sense. Now, obviously we know without a doubt now, I think we all can, regardless of your political beliefs, your religious beliefs, your state beliefs, I think we can all say that their, their, their politics have, have played a huge part in how a state has responded or not. And if you totally rely on those 
those news sources to get your information, to understand what's going on, that's all you know. So sadly, uh, you know, I've heard recently that the Connecticut governor, who from what I understand has been pretty, pretty copacetic for the most part, uh, you know, they're all getting on board with this vaccination of children in grade school. And what I will say about the vaccination, a lot of people say it's a personal choice. It's also a personal choice to make sure that people are informed. And I will not stop with that. There are too many, the actual statistics now that have come out. Now, remember what we were told a long time ago from, from Dr. Fauci, I want to say early on. Once a vaccination, and at that point, they didn't know how soon vaccinations were going to be readily available. But once that happened, you know, we can start returning back to normal. That was really what they chatted about. And that was really the kind of the carrot dangling to give us hope. Now they're going back on that and they're saying two masks, three masks, four masks. And as you pointed out to that gentleman, if you were vaccinated, you sh this should not be an issue for you based on really what you've been listening to for a year, because that's what they pandered for a long time. Now the state of Connecticut is one of those states that are pushing and some schools have already uh, stated that you cannot register your child unless they're vaccinated. Let me be very clear. We are not in a state of that vaccination is law. Number one, it is not a law to be vaccinated. Therefore, no school can require you to get for your child to be vaccinated. Number two, the statistics from December 2020 to I believe it's April 29th of 2021 is over 3,000 deaths from the vaccinations. That's that's exactly the truth. That that number is higher than people that have passed away from the virus from December of 2020 to April of 2021. Number three, the FDA only approved, because this is an argument, it's FDA approved. It is, it is only FDA approved for emergency use only. Now, that does not mean that from a choice perspective that you can get the vaccine, of course you can, but it is not written in law and it is not a law, it is not a law requirement. So anyone telling you or a school board telling you or a principal telling you that you cannot register your child is absolutely not true. Does it mean that maybe you have to come together with your community and other parents and other people that really want to see the well-being of children uh, get together and go protest? And that's what's happening now. And that's we the people. We the people have to finally stand up and say no more. We're not gonna be guinea pigs. We are not gonna to be told that we need a vaccine to do this or do that. And that's what Florida has done. And we have been successful. And if you also look at the stats, any state that has really been pushing the whole mask, uh, masquerade, uh, the vax masquerade are the ones that their numbers are not always the best. And so you look at a state that opened up sooner, that took common sense measures. And, you know, we, we probably, I want to say maybe nine to 12 weeks, things were at 
percent capacity in Florida, you know, to open up and whatnot. But there was really never a time where we were completely ever shut down. And we, the machine of us getting back to our normal really was instilled by the leadership of our governor. And, uh, you know, kudos to, to Santos for being for we the people, because I feel truly bad for that gentleman that you met in the parking lot, because he is a typical example of the outcome of the pandering that has been perpetrated to put people in fear. Do not accept, you know, the last thing I will say with that is, do not accept that this is the new normal, because it's not. No. But in order, in order for us to get to normal, the normal that we want, we the people have to do some work. We have to say no. We have to come together and say we're not doing that. We're not complying. Because it's not if, if in fact, and I'm all for. I am all for if they could show the science that proves that that is going to help. But the fact remains, they can't. And I posted a um, uh, interesting article where 85,000 doctors, uh, virologists, people that have studied vaccines, uh, immune systems are totally against vaccination. Now, these are people in the industry. So you can't outweigh, it's not just their opinion. They talk about the science behind it and what this vax can do and won't do and will do. So I'd rather trust people with that are knowledgeable in that field versus a reporter on a news show that's pandering fear. And we have that choice. Do we want to let that fear enter into our lives that it totally disrupts us as human beings? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Jim? Well, knowledgeable with integrity, I might add. Yes. Talking about the Walter Cronkite integrity. Oh boy, there I go. <laughs> I feel it rising. The The point being, though, you know, you're absolutely right, you know, and I thought about that <laughs> as well for this gentleman that he is listening. The information that he is getting is supporting how he feels. Right. So I understand that. But at the same time, again, I am not going to conform for somebody that is 30 feet away from me that it's fearful for them, that's, that's their issue. That is not my issue. So <laughs> I hope that this person, you know, I hope he does well. I hope he, he, you know, I don't wish this person any ill will, but I will not pander to downgrading how I feel about something to suit somebody else. No, and I think the other flip side of that, Jan, is you kill them with kindness. You know, I, I probably would have been a little more on that. I don't want to say the sarcastic side, but I would have said, you know what, if that works for you, that you feel that fresh air is not important, you go, guy. You go, boy. Do it. Exactly. Not even, not even entangled in that argument because that short amount of time, and that's also kind of goes with Monday mindset and being in the present, in that very brief encounter you're not going to change his mind you know we have to accept that people really are in fear and you can't change them that has to come from within and i think a lot of people now have taken that role on of being that 
in charge, you know, the, you know, the mask mob. And we can't let them deter us. And, you know, and I think the way that we handle that and rise above that fear and show them, you know, and I, I might've said, I'm not in fear of breathing your air. You know, I, I'm not, but I understand why you have that fear. And I prefer to be in the fresh air and the sunshine, whether it's cool air, whatever it may be, I want the fresh air in my lungs, but I understand why you're in fear. And then walk away and just leave them with a little tidbit for hopefully maybe them for chewing and to digest and say, wow, like that person did get mad because I dictated to them that they wore the mask. They were actually kind of pleasant. It may just change his whole mindset. So I think, again, that's also, time is so precious, so valuable, but we also have to embrace that, you know, if we say something that's going to be negative or argumentative back to them or kind of snarty, that's not going to change their mind regardless. So why not use that little brief encounter to be kind, to embrace that they really truly are in fear and at the same time, give them something to think about. True that. So moving right along, because we want to, well, I know that I want to um, comment on something else, which is something that you had brought up <laughs> a little bit earlier. What the flipping flippity flip? I'm going to start out by saying that. Birthing person? Who the, who the flipping flippity flip is this person that said that? I saw it briefly and I- Congresswoman. I believe it's a congresswoman. Okay. I don't know for sure, but it, it was somebody in politics. Um, really? That, yeah, that referred to, you know, <laughs> at some point you just gotta have to laugh. Again, because it goes back to being present in that mind. You know, the, you know being a mother is a sacred, a sacred job that we as human beings and through, you know, whatever your religious beliefs have been blessed with, that we can uh, create a human life. You know, the, uh, a, a woman's body is a miracle of the whole experience of what it goes to and through to preserve the sanctity of life by giving birth. So while the action of a mother is birthing, they are a mother and, and therefore, you know, when I first heard of that, I immediately thought of Mother Mary. I am Christian, I am Catholic. So I immediately thought of Mother Mary. Can you imagine somebody calling her birthing Mary? I mean, first of all, that's like horrible in my eyes, sacrilegious, but yes, the action of what a mother does is birthing, but calling them birthing people i i'm not i'm not sure uh, and i hope for her sake her mother forgives her and that's kind of all i will say with that i hope her mother forgives her because you know a mother bringing a life into this world is sacred it is it is just it is beautiful and it should be celebrated and not by some sort of conformity of what is going on in our, our current state of you know, identity and gender. People are born male and female. Now, 
I'm not a scientist, you know, or human, uh, you know, to understand why someone is born one way, but they identify and or feel they are something else. But biologically, you're still those two things unless you, you know, have the surgery or whatever. And I respect all choices on that matter. Mm -hmm. um, the whole identifying where it's now veining out to other areas. So basically, you're, you, you know, I'm not really sure where she was coming from with that, whether, you know, because the word Mother's Day, I, I think it had to do with mother. I think that was the point of, you know, people can't identify with being a mother, but they're, I don't, I don't really know. Because to be honest with you, I did not do my due diligence to investigate because I thought it was so stupid that I, you know, time when I talk about using our time wisely, my time is best not used on investigating someone that has so little regard for the sanctity of life and what it takes to bring in life. So, and, and then on the comical part of it, I thought she was just ridiculous. Yeah. So I, just, I just said, you know, another cray cray. There right. There. And as far as I'm concerned, she gets the do not award. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I think we're going to adapt that once a week, the do not award. Maybe we'll do that on Fantabulous Friday because I'm sure it'll end up being some sort of comedy thing. I kind of so, like that, the do not award. Yes, we will definitely do that. And if I feel I need to do it on a daily basis. You do it. You go, girl. You know, when Janice gets in these modes, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. That's so right. lots of great things happening this week. Um, we don't want to keep you. But, you know, I will be speaking on Wednesday from 4 to 5, 15 p.m. With Looking forward to that. That's going to be awesome. I will make sure that I post the link. Very excited about that. But anyways, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 on this Mindset Monday. And I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live from Pickle You. Gonna get some pickling on. You know it. Well, hopefully I don't get pickled because oh, so pickleball PS. When you get pickled, that means you scored an actual goose egg. So I don't get pickled. But I'm excited today because I'm actually taking a lesson this afternoon from one of the great uh, national champions here at Pickle U. And it'll be a little sweaty, I'm sure, but I'm sure I'm going to learn things. And it's all about that mindset, being open to learning, but also making sure that we are living in the present. You guys have a great day and we will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. Bye, everyone. <laughs>